Welcome to the Greener Way podcast, a show about people, planet, and purpose, and how investors and corporate leaders push forward in a complex world. In this episode of The Greener Way, we're speaking with Tiana Rose, an associate advisor at Verse Wealth. We often talk about how financial professionals can augment their knowledge of ESG funds and products, and the CFA Institute in recent years has introduced the Certificate in ESG Investing in Australia. It's designed for investment professionals so that they can have the benchmark knowledge and skills they require to integrate ESG factors into their investment processes. Tiana recently received the Certificate in ESG Investing Accreditation, and we're going to talk with her about her career, why she went for the certificate, and what she feels it can do for career development. So Tiana, hello, welcome and introduce yourself. What brought you to the financial advice industry in the first place? (laughs) I feel like everyone finds um, financial planning by accident. So I was always really interested in money growing up. I never really thought that any of it could be a career. Uh, Obviously, we all know that we don't learn a lot about it in school. I think I found it by looking for jobs in administration because I, you know, every person, I, I was doing an arts degree. I didn't really know where I was going. And I thought, hey, I could just work in an office. I don't need a degree. Uh, and then I started working without a degree and I realized I, I would quite like one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I hadn't heard about financial planning, but I was applying for all these random jobs. And someone from um, Financial Wisdom called me out of the blue and said, hey, um, I know an office that's looking for someone. So, and I fell into it and I fell in love with it. So here we are, four and a half or five years later, <laughs> still loving it. So, yeah, look, one of the things I love about um, speaking to people like you and investment professionals is that there's a huge diversity in the background. Nobody comes out of this straight from the box with a finance degree. So with that in mind, so you've gone from starting off sort of really at the front desk, so to speak, of financial services to where you're now an an associate advisor. Um, And you also recently studied for and passed the CFA ESG certificate. Um, So why did you undertake this qualification and what have you learned through the process? I've had a keen interest in ESG investing and ESG in general. Just I think um, circumstance of my age, uh, people are, I grew up caring about the environment. I've got a very strong sense of um, what's just and what's fair. And for me, um, some corporations making a whole lot of money off the backs of poor people in third world countries never sat right with me growing up. Mm. Uh, so I, being a finance professional where we can kind of direct a lot of funds, I wanted to make sure that for myself and for my clients, I could be completely across what, um, the, what, what the offerings that are out there, um, and sort of be able to explain to clients where their money is held, where it's invested and make sure that they, um, you know, can sleep at night knowing, uh, what their money's doing for them in the background. So, That being said, I applied for a scholarship with the FPA, uh, no, RIP. (laughs) (laughs) So it's now what, the FAAA, if I'm correct? The FAA. FAA, yes, if if I'm remembering correctly. The FAA. Mm. (laughs) Um, So they had a women in finance scholarship going uh, that allowed me to study. uh, Thankfully, I I received the, the scholarship and I could study this certificate, which, you know, gave me another tool in my belt just to say to number one, vet funds that are out there Mm. and see, you know, be able to kind of figure out what's good, where they're putting their money and what it means when you're kind of looking at a fund and when a fund is talking to you and just, you know, ask the right questions to get the right answers and be able to pass that to my clients and have those conversations. Uh, And yeah, so that's kind of what led me to it and how I got there. (laughs) 
so Tiana, let's actually take this in two separate parts because I think these are two very different um, situations that you're upskilling for. So the first one being mm -hmm. um, understanding the products and services. As you're augmenting your practice, um, how different is it assessing ethical, responsible ESG funds versus, you know, a normal equity fund or a normal fixed income fund, for want of a better word. Is there an additional skill set that you feel you need? Um, and, and has this certificate from the CFA Institute helped you sort of augment that, that research capability? Definitely. I think the issue that it came up a lot in the certificate as well is that there is no one way that everyone is required to report on their ESG. So that kind of goes for big funds as well. So I find that it can be hard to find funds that aren't greenwashing or, um, you know, funds that are doing what they say that they're doing. Mm. Uh, and that takes a whole different skill set because you can't just kind of look at performance numbers and you can't look at, you know, the the two, the value and the growth um, ways of doing things. Mm. It's very much a broader spectrum mm. and it's all, everyone's reporting different things. So you have to like, it takes more time. You have to take more of a lens to it. I found that the certificate helped to an extent. Mm. I would say it wasn't a, a silver bullet mm. by any means of how to, um, you know, uh, of this is exactly how you take a fund apart mm. and dissect it. Mm. And these are the good funds and these are the bad funds. Mm. But it did help me understand some terminology behind things. It did help me understand how the process of um, investing in ESG and the way that these funds are investing, mm -hmm. um, which helps me sort of, and, you know, even some of the lingo that I couldn't decipher before, like impact investing and that sort of, like, what's the difference? Why aren't, why aren't impact funds screaming out X, Y, Z? Mm -hmm. And now I know. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely given me a lot more, but I, I would say, you know, I'm still learning. It's not a silver bullet. It's not over mm. my learning experience for sure. <laughs> I don't think that, that I don't think that there's a fund uh, financial advisor out there that would say that there's one uh, accreditation that is a silver bullet. So you're, you're not alone from what I understand anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep trying. I'll keep doing them until I find one. You, you know, you've spoken really passionately about, you know, sustainability is in terms of your personal life and your upbringing. Um, but what role does sustainable and ethical investing play in your career? Um, for example, is Verse Wealth um, an ethical ad advisor, sort of capital E, capital A, or are you sort of a broad range financial advisory firm? We're a broad range advisory firm, I would say. Mm. Um, I think having people who are more into ethical investing is a feather in our cap, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't say it's everyone's strong suit and that all of our clients are going a gunning for ethical investments. Mm. And, but we do want to make sure that the ones that are deeply, that do deeply care about ethical investing are tailored for as well. So, um, Stu Ruddick and I are very, uh, delving way deep into that space, trying to make sure that you know, everyone has what they need at first. Mm. And so just, I mean, it is, so would you say that ethical investing is a significant chunk of the business at, at Verse Wealth? Because this is another thing that sort of comes up that, you know, ethical investing in ESG, um, you know, that whole debate, is it a nice to have or a need to have from a business perspective? I, I'm still quite new to Verse, sure. so I can't kind of speak to whether it's a nice to have or a need to have. Mm. Um, I will say that the clients that come across our desk, younger ones especially, mm. I'm seeing probably 40 to 50% of them having ESG uh, once and that sort of, uh, so I would say from that, mm. 
you kind of need to have it mm-hmm. in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's not going to suit every client. And that's our job as financial advisors as well, just to make sure that, mm. number one, they're completely aware of everything that ethical investing means, mm. whether they want to undertake it or not. Mm. Um, and number two, having the resources available to give them what they need once they understand it. Sure. And that's that sort of goes to the second half of the equation, right? It's understanding what's out there on the APL, but then it's understanding how to frame those conversations. Um, so how do you go about sort of having those conversations? Is there sort of a screening questionnaire that you, you sort of get first before you have a client meeting? And and did this certificate process um, help augment, you know, the way in which you can en- engage with your clients on ethical issues? We definitely ask clients, I think, three times throughout the process mm. if they have strong ethical feelings. We wanted to be very careful to make sure that we're not making people feel bad at the same time, though. We didn't want to push people away and have them, you know, sometimes they say not sure and you're like, what What did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I meant no. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, okay. <laughs> I mean, like, sure, mm-hmm. if that's, that's, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, So we do ask them about three times. We try our hardest not to be pushy. We try to be educational Mm. only because, you know, it's their money at the end of the day and what sits right with them is what sits right with them. Uh, and then, sorry, I forgot the second half of the question. And then, you know, just that same, that same, that same question. You know, how do you go about then, um, you know, sort of matching their ethics with what's available? Because it's not always, you know, there's not a fund for a person of one. So we look at what they're in at the moment. Mm. I'm actually in a lot of my research since getting the qualification. I found that a lot of the industry funds out there at the moment are doing good work. Mm. Uh, I was I was looking into one this morning that um, they don't necessarily have strict um, exclusions, but they are impact investing and they're one of the biggest impact mm. investors in Australia. And so, you know, if we can keep them in their product and explain to them how their product that they're in at the moment is meeting their goals, mm. then that's a win-win. So so what you're saying is that, um, you know, often your default superannuation option might be a really good place to start from? It could be. Yeah. Um, there are a few that I've seen out there. A lot of something that I learned in the certificate and that I'm seeing in practice in daily life is that a lot of superannuation funds are really taking uh, the responsibility that they have to their members' future very seriously. Mm. And so they're taking that as, okay, well, our member isn't going to have a future if climate change does get as bad as it's going. So we need to, for the be- for the betterment of our future and our client's future, because it's their money, mm. we need to be in- investing to make a change. And it's so great to see that a lot of funds are actually picking this up and a lot that you wouldn't expect. Mm. So... <laughs> That's excellent to hear. And I, I think sometimes when we talk about, um, you know, the very technical nature of the funds and asset allocation and where you can go, it, it, I think sometimes we might forget that, you know, the super fund that we're all invested in or the option that we're supposed to be invested in can be a good place to start that uh, that process. Yeah, absolutely. Research. It's all research. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no silver bullet because you still got to do the Googling. And use trained professionals where you feel it fits your financial purposes, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So in addition to sort of doing research and, you know, going into things like your your default superannuation fund, um, what other issues are you looking into currently, Tiana? And what's interesting you in sort of the ESG and sustainable investing space? I am really quite interested in the... I would say kind of the American landscape at this point where we're seeing a lot of very low wages and a lot of very high corporate profit. 
that is, and you know, where that kind of stems around the world mm. to supply chains and that sort of thing. Mm. I think I have a very strong, like I said earlier, I've got a very strong sense of justice in that sort of thing of there, there's a person on in a big warehouse working 100 hours a week and there's a guy sitting in a mansion making a trillion dollars a year and kind of bridging and the guy in the warehouse is making seven dollars an hour Mm. and you're sort of like bridging that that kind of gap there I I really want to see of course impact investing is doing it at the moment but I just I'm I'm excited to see people take more strides in that area Mm. and sort of try and balance out that wage inequality of course there's a lot of legislation around it as well that needs to be tackled and it's not there's no easy way in any ESG it's the only thing you learn in the certificate it's like nothing's easy (laughs) (laughs) but that's probably my biggest passion right Mm. now and is there is this uh are these themes that your clients are resonating with as well Tiana a lot of clients are very concerned about climate change Mm is what we're seeing. Like a lot of them are seeing these bushfires happening. New York last week Mm -hmm. covered in haze and a lot of them are saying, hey, is my money contributing to this? Because I don't want it to. Mm -hmm. When it's literally in your face, it's very hard to overlook. And again, you you look at your choices and your options. And I guess what you're saying is your your, your financial advisor might be a, a resource to help you with that. Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Absolutely. Well, outside of the deep passion you bring to uh, the financial uh, industry and ESG in particular, what else are you passionate about, Tiana? Um, <laughs> uh, I love my my dogs. I love all dogs, actually. <laughs> um, I love boxing. I've actually today signed up to be in an amateur fight. Uh, so that's probably my biggest passion right ding, now. Ding, <laughs> ding. All right. I can't wait to hear about this a, a little bit further offline. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, if I if I don't if I never mention it again, then I lost. Well, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Tiana Rose fighting for you in the in inside the ring and outside the ring. <laughs> True, I, I've got to I've got to take that to Dan and Corey mm. and make it a work expense. <laughs> Give that one a go. Uh, this is get a sponsorship. There you go. But this is all general advice only and not specific Absolutely. to your needs. All right. Well, Tiana Rose, um, associate advisor at Verse Wealth. Thank you so much for joining us for this session of the Greener Way. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Greener Way podcast. If you liked today's show, remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform and make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. Any feedback? Contact us on podcast at fssustainability.com.au. I'm Rachel Allenbackis. The Greener Way podcast is a product of FS Sustainability, a show about people, the planet, and investing in our collective future. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. The Greener Way podcast gives listeners access to information and educational content provided by discussing numerous financial sustainable options and our featured guests. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of The Greener Way are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. FS Sustainability operates under an Australian Financial Service License and the exemption made available under the Corporations Act 2001 in respect to any information or advice given. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the FS Sustainability website, fssustainability.com.au.